faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Superman zooms to the rescue and not only saves the lives of his friends, but corrals the black-hearted gang who threatened the very principles of world peace. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, have you noticed how true to life the pictures of your favorite comic strip characters are in that new series of comic buttons that you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep? Why, they look so real they could speak. There's Goofy, you know, with his old slouch hat and that silly grin of his. And there's a Tess Trueheart, just as pretty as she is in the funny papers. And Superman with his red cape flying in the wind. Yes, sir, these pep comic buttons are mighty smart looking. They show up swell when you wear them on your jacket or your dresser cap. And you'll want the fun of collecting all 18 in this new series and trading duplicates with your pals. So remind Mom to keep you supplied with plenty of Kellogg's Pep. Because that's the only way you can get these exciting prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But there's a comic button inside every package of Pep. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the good whole wheat flakes with that extra vitamin B1 to help keep up your energy for the day. And sunshine vitamin D to help build strong bones and teeth. Yep, Mom knows Pep is good for you, and everybody knows how good it tastes at breakfast. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, Superman is searching desperately for Lois Lane and young Bucky Taylor, while the girl reporter and Bucky make a daring attempt to escape from the man without a face and to save the lives of two leaders of the World Peace Organization. Although bound hand and foot, Lois managed to set fire to the room in which she and Bucky were imprisoned, hoping the blaze would attract attention and bring aid. And as we continue now, in a downstairs room of the mansion which is secluded on a huge estate, the man without a face is giving final instructions to a henchman named Bergson. Listen. Two delegates, Renasi and Salim Shah, to be done away with at once. And masks are to be made of their faces. You understand, Bergson? I understand, Count. And tomorrow, when you and Milch attend the Peace Organization Assembly, wearing the masks of Renasi and Salim Shah, the cleverest federal investigator will never suspect your true identities. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Go now and attend to the men of peace. We have no time to lose. One moment. What about the newspaper report on Miss Lane and the boy, Bucky Taylor? I shall attend to them myself. At once. Good. I have an old score to settle with young Taylor, and I... Wait. What's that? What? I smell smoke. Yeah, so do I. Come with me, Bagson. Look! The hall is full of smoke. It's coming from upstairs. Grab that fire extinguisher around the wall and follow me. Fire is out, Count. Good. So, Miss Lane, you set this room on fire, hoping to attract outside attention, eh? Yes. I thought it was a good idea at the time. 
It looks as if I was wrong, though. You were very wrong. Whoever attempts to interfere with me makes a mistake. Hitler said something like that. Look what happened to him. Come, Count, we waste time. You said yourself there was much to do yet tonight. That is true, Bexon. Give me your revolver. Here it is. <gasps> now, Miss Lane, you and that stupid boy there, Bucky Taylor, will die for Superman! Now, Mr. Man Without a Face, let's make you the man without a gun. I'll kill you first. You'll never kill anyone again, Count Von Luder. Try these sleeping pills, boys. And... Oh, oh, Superman. There. You got here just in time. He was going Yes, yes to... I know, Miss Lane. I know. Say, what's the matter with Bucky? He was overcome by the smoke, oh. poor kid. Well, I'll get these wires off both of you and then get you outside. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot. What? Renasi and Saling Char downstairs. The, the man without a face captured them and well, he... Don't worry about them. Everything's under control now. There. You and Bucky are free. Now, up with both of you. I'll take you outside and then clean house. Up and away! <laughs> going to finish Renasi and Salim Shah and make masks of their faces. And then tomorrow, two former German Gestapo men who've been training for years to impersonate them were going to appear in the World Peace Assembly wearing masks of the two real delegates and make a series of false charges that would just split the organization. Great Caesar. It was a clever scheme that would surely bring on another war. It certainly was, Clever Clark, and it would have worked if not for Superman. Thanks, Lois. He... What? Hmm? What did you say? Me? Yes. Oh, uh, well, I mean, thanks to Superman, the man without a face and his gang are now behind bars. Yes. Yes. And uh, Bucky Taylor is safe at last. Poor kid, he went through an awful lot. Yes, he certainly did. Yeah, he's a fine boy, and I'll make it up to him. Well, I'm Good sure you for will, you. Chief. All right, now let's stop gabbing and get to work. I'm holding the first page for your story, Lois. Three full columns, and give it the works. Will I? What a scoop this is, and it's all my own. And now, Kent... I've got a special assignment for you. Oh, good. What is it, Chief? Well, as you know, Superman has been a tremendous force in combating intolerance and bigotry. A tremendous force. Thanks, Chief. Thanks for what? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the for, for the memory. Huh? <laughs> it's the name of a song. <laughs> oh, honestly, Kent, sometimes I think that you're... Oh, never mind. Now, as I was saying, in honor of Superman, I'm going to devote all of next Sunday's magazine section to the story of one of his most exciting adventures. Uh-oh. And I want you to write it. Hey, that's a tall order, Chief. Tall or short, I want it done. Dig back into the files. Select what you think is the most interesting Superman story and have it on my desk for Thursday morning. Now, let's see. Superman's most exciting adventure, hmm? Well, here's the account of the Battle of the Atom Man. That was plenty unusual. And here's the story of the lost civilization. No, no, it's too long. Oh, say, wait, I know the one. Now, let's see, it should be in this bound volume. Oh, here somewhere. Yes, yes, here it is. Sure, that's the story, all right. If any adventure could have been more unusual, more interesting, and more exciting, it hasn't happened yet. What is the Superman adventure Clark Kent has chosen as the most unusual and most interesting in his entire career? If you've been listening to the adventures of Superman long enough... You should be able to guess. If not, we'll be back to find out in just a moment. So keep listening. Say, show me a girl who isn't mighty fond of eating crisp, sunny-flavored Kellogg's Pet. And show me a fellow or girl who isn't glad when the box is empty. Of course, uh, you always know that Mama gets you some more of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal double quick. 
And then you'll be adding another one of those snappy pet comic buttons to your collection. Maybe it'll be the little moose with that feather, you know, sticking up in his hair. Or Spud in his old stovepipe hat and those funny suspenders. Or even Superman himself. And if it should happen to be a duplicate, why, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your pals. And either way, you're sure to have another smart-looking pet comic button to wear on your jacket or your dress or cap. And you know what the best part is? You don't have to send in a single penny to get these exciting prizes. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep and look for your comic button in every package you open. And get set for some mighty delicious eating, too, because Kellogg's Pep makes a sunny golden toasted dish for breakfast. Every crisp tender flake is loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. And every spoonful tastes a doggone wonderful, but boy, you want to eat lots. So ask Mom for P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Signed by Perry White to write a feature story about Superman's most unusual and most exciting adventure, Clark Kent has gone through the Daily Planet newspaper files and chosen what he believes to be the outstanding Superman story. We join him now as he is seated at his desk, thinking about it. Yes, I remember it all now. Chief and Lois and I were out at the time. As Jimmy Olsen told me later, he was sitting at the desk here in my office when suddenly Beanie, the office boy, came in. Hey, Jim, there's a goofy guy outside. He says he wants to talk to Superman. Superman? Yeah, how do you like that? Well, what'd you tell him? What could I tell him? How do I know where Superman is? Do you? No, but... Well, anyway, I told him everybody in the editorial department was out except you. So he says he'll talk to you. Well, what does he want? Don't ask me. Looks like a fugitive from a nut factory. He's wearing shorts and sandals, and he keeps eating some kind of red beans or pills out of a bag. What? Says if he don't eat them, he can't keep his feet on the ground. He says he'll float up in the air. He's a character. Oh, you're crazy. I'm crazy! How do you like that? Wait a minute, I'll call him in. This way, mister. Now you'll see for yourself. Uh, this is Mr. James Olson, one of our reporters. The pleasure is mine. Huh? Oh, yeah, but come in. A scramby. Uh, should I close the door? Yeah, from the outside. Okay. Now, uh... They call me Antha. Antha? Yes. I have come here to... Would you mind if I sat in this chair? Uh, no, go right ahead. My thanks to you. If I grip the arms of the chair with my hands, I am less likely to float up. Float? In the air? Yes. You see, the gravity of the earth is so far different from that of utopia... Wait that... a minute. What's it different from? Utopia, the planet from whence I came. And until I can adjust myself to the earth's gravity by means of these specific gravity beams which I swallow at intervals... It is advisable for me to cling to some heavy object such as this chair. Oh, yeah? Perhaps you will permit me to prove that what I say is true and factual. Look at me, my friend. Okay, I'm looking. What would you say is my weight? Well, you're about average size, a little on the skinny side. I'd say about 165. Your estimate is quite close. My weight is actually 10 utopian grams. That is equal to 163 earth pounds. Now, my friend, do you believe you could lift 163 pounds with one hand? Are you kidding? I couldn't do it with two hands. Would you rise, please? Come around the desk and grip my arm. What for? Have no fear. No harm will come to you. It is simply an experiment to prove that I speak the truth. I will show you how, due to the difference in gravity between your earth and my planet... You can lift me high in the air with one hand. Oh, this I gotta see. Very good. Now, 
grip my arm. Like this? Oh, that is fine. Now, lift me up. Lift you up? Yes, do not strain. Nearly lift. As if I were that pencil on the desk. Are you kidding? Try it, my friend. Lift me. Okay, but this sure is the crazy... Even lizards. I am lifting you. And... And you're light as a feather. Thunderstruck, Jimmy Olsen's eyes popped as he stared in dazed bewilderment at the full-grown man he was holding high in the air as easily as he would hold his hat. Unable to believe his eyes and momentarily struck dumb, Jimmy could only gasp like a fish out of water. Who is this strange creature who wears shorts and sandals, who calls himself Anthar, and who claims to come from an unknown planet, Utopia? Fellows and girls, Clark Kent has chosen this curious adventure as one of Superman's most unusual and most exciting. And Clark Kent should know. So don't miss a single thrill-packed episode. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for episode two of The Mystery of the Lost Planet in The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, do you know the only cereal that goes snap, crackle, and pop when you pour on milk? Why, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. Sure, you've seen those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. And you've heard these golden bubbles of oven-popped rice sing out at breakfast time. That means that they're crisp, crisp as can be. So have yourself a bowl full tomorrow morning. Ask Mom for the one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. I have to say that uh, for Lois Lane's move in uh, the end of Part 15, that was just pure gutsy. And it, it did make sense, summoning Superman in the nick of time. The one thing that was kind of odd is Perry White didn't even ask about getting slugged, which is usually something kind of significant. But at any rate, this was actually a very good story. I thought the uh, moment where they landed at the concentration camp was, of course, very powerful. And uh, overall, the concept of the man without a face was very well played out. And like I said, a very solid ending with Lois doing something incredibly courageous to get Superman to the scene where he needed to be. It's kind of an odd description of Metropolis, given that uh, Metropolis is based on uh, New York. It seems awfully quiet at night, even for 1947. But again, a very good story. Uh, James Lawrence agreed. He actually said he considered the man without a face, though a bit melodramatic, 
to be in the same class as the Yellow Mask and the Scarlet Widow. I don't know if I would quite class them there, but maybe just a notch below there. Certainly a better grade of villain than we've been getting for the past uh, year or so Superman episodes. Um, And the one thing, of course, I'm curious about is this new serial that is starting. Um, The uh, Mystery of the Lost Planet. And uh, uh, the first thing I heard, heard, as I was very nervous, we were going to get a serial we'd heard before. But thankfully, we had uh, th- this wasn't something we'd heard before. And looking through the Superman logs, this appears to be the story, The Planet Utopia, uh, which aired in November and December of 1944. My wife totally objected to the gravity of this episode, and those who are skilled in giving a layman's answer as to how this whole thing either works or is just totally a misunderstanding of gravity, I would uh, welcome your response and email. But at any rate, it's great to hear a radio rerun that's actually a lost story from 1944 that we hadn't heard previously. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing that. So in this case, a little bit of a reproduction of a script is good news for us. Wasn't such good news for writers who would have gotten paid more for writing a fresh script. But at any rate, uh, be sure and join us on Sunday for the start of this new adventure. Or this old adventure, uh, as the case might be. Uh, In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And uh, remember to pick up your copy of Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle. Available in the iBook Store, the Kindle Store, uh, Audible.com, and in the iTunes Store as an audiobook. But from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.